second. Uh, it's not so much that I'm having internet issues, is that the, the entire network is down. There is no internet. The internet does not exist. Right. Even, so, their, so help, even their helpline has gone down. Australia is broken. No, just the person that owns all of the networks. Mm. Yeah, with I know. That being that said, help. <laughs> I was going to say, with that being said, everything looks good. So three, two. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. With the Bruce and the Yang. Hello, future people, and you're listening to Getting Table with your host. He has the version of Comcast for Australia, the Bruce. Uh, I'm just going to agree with that, with that knowing the context. But yes, we have uh, digital internet issues. Comcast is is terrible. They, they they've uh, faced uh, numerous uh, lawsuits in this country. Mine's reliable, but overpriced and currently down. Yeah, that's that's Comcast. Well, except for the reliable part. To be fair, to be fair, this is the first time in a year and a half that it's gone down. At least for me, the best what? part is is that mine has a backup mobile service that is also down. Perfect. Alrighty, well, we are here. Uh, Welcome to getting tired. tabled, where we talk about internet problems. <laughs> well, w- when we're literally on opposite sides of the world, I mean, you're northern, or I'm northern hemisphere, you're southern hemisphere. I'm one side, you're the other side. I mean, we're quite literally as opposite as it can get. We kind of really rely on the internet to to do this, just a little bit. So, shall we get into the news? Yes, let's get into the news. Newly received or noteworthy information, especially about recent or important events. So, and the news. So, the first bit, I'm not going to talk about too long because Michelle actually shared it on the page last night, about 20 minutes after I added it to the run sheet. <laughs> so, every so, year... So, first and foremost, Bruce, I'm going to be quite honest, I've been trying to like distance myself from stuff for, for a while, give myself a break. Work's been rough the last couple of weeks, so I, I've been trying to ignore things when I can. <laughs> so, I apologize. So, yeah, uh, right? So, anyway, go ahead, continue. Okay, so... Every year, Kawaran Saray Publishers, I'm probably saying that wrong, but I don't know how it's said. Anyway, every year they do the Great Wargaming Survey. So for those that are not aware, um, there's several fairly well-known magazines that they are the publishers for, uh, usually centered around historical gaming. They've got one that's based specifically around medieval times. There's one that's specifically around um, like modern-ish day, et cetera, et cetera. So the, I'm filling it out right now. <laughs> the 2020 Wargaming Survey launched a few days ago. I don't know the exact uh, date of it. Uh, we are sharing this just purely because the whole point of this is to try to get a glimpse of how the industry is right now. Um, who wants what? It, it's all questions about um, what you look for in your games, what sort of games you enjoy, how you play, how often you play, so on and so forth. Uh, it is quite in-depth, but not to the point where it's going to take you forever. Um, but if you're listening and you haven't filled it out yet, please do so. It's greatwargamingsurvey.com, which is really easy to say and really easy to remember. 
I hate question seven. What's question seven again? How much do you plan to spend? Uh, yeah, I hated that question too. Um, especially <laughs> when sure. none of the actual figures are actually based in my reality. Right. <laughs> oh, J JP's chiming in on that. Yeah, I'm looking at this and I'm like, this is what I want to spend, but this is what I'm going to spend. Oh, that's, oh, I'm just going to say what I plan to spend that way. I can, um, yeah, that's, yeah. I think that's a pretty cool, pretty cool thing. Um, I'd like to see the results, like the map of where the hubs of activity are. Cause I mean, you're going to have it all over the map regardless, but I want to see like, you know, where the, obviously metropolitan areas because you have yes, more people. Yes. It, it is, mean, this it, is information that's actually published every year. So this isn't something no. that is, this is actually published. Um, you can, I don't know where it would be on their website somewhere, but you can look up previous year's information if you wanted it. Uh, that's, that's pretty cool. Like I said, I've got my, uh, going. Well, while you're filling out that, I might talk about this next thing then. Ooh, After months and months and oh, yes, months. Oh, yeah, you're probably stupid excited about this. Well, Marvel, Prices, yeah, Marvel Crisis Protocol uh, was released around October last year. And pretty much since weeks before the game was launched, the question has been asked, hey, why isn't there any X-Men yet? To the point where most of the groups get sick of that question being asked sometimes 10 times a day. It's quite ridiculously pathetic. Um, I understand why people are asking, but it's been a very long, outstanding, unasked question. And we're finally getting some X-Men. Uh, this actually falls in line with what most people were predicting time-wise. Uh, most kind of like analysts were thinking they would hold off on this because it would be a fairly big release. Um, so they're releasing in three separate character packs. In the X-Men side of things, we're specifically getting Beast, Wolverine, Storm, Cyclops, Sabretooth, Mystique, Magneto, and Toad. Toad being there kind of surprises me, um, but it's very much a feel for who was in the original movies, apart from Beast, I suppose. But it's it's very much it's in in line with the original cartoons. Um, where's where's uh where's uh Bobby Bobby Drake? Because he should definitely be in there. Obviously, he's going to be a later release. Uh, Wolverine can be built either with or without his mask. Beast can be built so that he looks like he's about to attack someone or that he's reading a book, so very Beast. Uh, I suspect that there will be other differences that you can make with the others, but that's the only ones we know of so far. Oh, no, sorry. Cyclops can be built without his mask too. I'm kind of excited for this, definitely. Uh, Mystique's probably the one I want to paint the most. Uh, the question's going to be how I decide to do it. Mystique-wise, I'm probably going to stick with comics, uh, but I don't think I can resist painting Cyclops and Wolverine as the movies. I don't know. I'm going to have to say. So so you, you want an opinion on Mystique? Yes. So find yourself a good blue-based color shift and, shift and do that for her uh, skin. Actually, that would make sense, and I don't need to find one. I already own one. Right, but so so ju just from a, a aesthetic standpoint, knowing what Mystique does, I think that'd be much more fitting. Because if you look at if you look at the comic books, I mean, they can only do so much with inking a page. And then if you look at what they did in the movies, they try to give her skin that that extra little flair, you know, like that extra little shine. Yeah, that and, makes and sense. I think that'd be a lot more fitting because what can she do? Oh, she can shape shift. I suspect that we're going to see a whole heap of people painting this up to make it look like she's half transformed. Ugh. 
Yeah, no, that would be pretty cool too. I will not um, be doing that. No, I, if anything, I should, I think you should just color shift. I, I think that's it. Yeah, and I, and I, I think like that, that idea. Do the mini enough justice. Oh, so that, the hard thing is going to be because that's going to make her look very metallic. That's the only downside of that. So, so I, I have a solution for that. Lameth and median over it. It'll dull it down. Take some of the strain away. Okay, be interesting to see if that actually affects the color. Obviously. Shift, right? Well, that shouldn't check the color affect the color shift because that is a transparent layer, but it will dull down the shine of being glossy. Hmm. I, I like the idea. I'm going to have to experiment with that. Yeah, uh, you're, like, definitely. You'll have to... The only thing is that we have seen. So, oh, oh, god, really? Yeah. We have the Punisher coming. I just. <sighs> we have Taskmaster coming. We have Bullseye coming. We have Daredevil coming, and I love what they did with Daredevil's picture. And the, the, the king himself, Kingpin, is amazing. I actually have two pictures of there of Kingpin. If you look at the second picture, he's standing on top of a Nelson and Murdoch sign. Oh, yep, yep, sure enough. And the last oh, thing that's been then... revealed is a terrain set, which is a New York City uh, construction site with Fisk over everything. There's a cement mixer, there's bollards, there's a forklift. There's a big building with Fisk's name on it. This is a. We don't have dates for any of this, but this is significant. I I, I want I want this. I want the, the the lack of better words because of Netflix. Thank you. Uh, the Defenders thing. You know, I want Daredevil. I oh want hell Frank. yeah. Uh, th this is this is a. As soon as I scrolled down and I saw Frank standing there, like want, I'm yeah, just, I'm completely with you on that. I, I, I just, I have one issue with the sculpt. With he's Frank's holding, sculpt, yeah, he's only holding a grenade and one rifle. There's not one like strapped to him. There's no boot knife that I can see. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't have enough DACA. He's he's a little underdressed for. Oh, wait, look at how he look, even look in the uh, uh the the I'm gonna say this the best adaptation of Frank Castle Punisher the Netflix series he is always strapped when he's you know doing his thing yeah sure there's times where it's just like you didn't have anything you just got your butt whooped sir but when he's like okay I'm gonna go do this he's got too much and he uses it all still so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if they have options that come with him. I kind of suspect that we would see them if we did. Um, my thoughts on that is more along the lines of, yeah, but it gives you room to customize him if you want to without forcing you to have to have him that way. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I mean, it, 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 he's going to be the Punisher. I just, it's 40 mil scale, right? Um, yes, the, the it's 40 mil scale. And JP, I, I actually agree with you. I love that movie. It's one of my favorites. Uh, oh, I those listening, we're talking about the Thomas Jane one that has Travolta as a really awesome villain. That that, that movie was great. Thomas Jane was a great Frank Castle. John Travolta was a great villain. I mean, there was so much about that movie that was great, except for the script. I didn't mind the script, but it was very much of its time. It. it it certainly doesn't hold up with uh, the Netflix one. Is it, 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 it doesn't even adaptive. hold up to Iron Man? It doesn't even hold up to Iron Man. No, but it didn't need to at the time. You got to remember when it was released. Around the same time, Iron Man. No, it was before Iron Man significantly. It was also done on a oil rag budget. That's true. If, if they if they had a better script, it would have been a much better movie. Anyways, uh, digressing. Um, you keep posting this stuff, and I keep I keep wanting to do the game, but I'm 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 not. I've I, I've done too. Yeah, I know. We're talking about Bushido again. You want to look at the pretty models, George? No. We're going to look at some pretty models. So for Gen Kant, 
They have got their Great name. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> They've got their pre-orders up. So this is mainly around the new Wolf Clan set that we we actually have seen the Wolf Clan set before, and I think that's actually the one that you said you wanted. But I we like the name too, the Wolf Clan. Oh, oh my God! Paint them up in NWO red and black colors. Not that you'll get that reference. NWA black and red colors. What? NWO is an old oh. wrestling faction. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When Hulk Hogan like, were called the Wolf Pack, like, Fu Manchu, whatever. Yeah, I, yeah. No, I, I remember. I know a thing or two about wrestling. I just choose not to follow it fanatically or religiously. <laughs> yeah. So we've got a really nice wall band that's on pre-order uh, that comes with some really sexy-looking wolves uh, and some really badass-looking guys. Uh, there is a new person available for the Tengu clan. I can't. They're not called is Tengu clan. Or are these are these are these just no, these are metal. These are metal. Their, their sculpts with the new stuff are all designed so that they're easy to build. <laughs> Excuse me, as well. Yeah, There's another but, lot of people for some new characters for the same clan. Uh, sorry, the Minimoto clan. And yes, I, I would, know I'm saying I that. I love one. this. Where, where, where's it at? Let me, let me take a stab at it. I know how to say a few things in Japanese properly. I lived there for, well, I lived in Okinawa for a year. Oh, nice. Where's that at? Uh, if yeah. you continue scrolling down, you get much bigger versions of the, of the sculpts. All of these are metal. So the Minimoto clan are a bear-themed faction. Um, they are all human, um, but they're represented by bears as opposed to the other one that was represented by wolves. Yeah, these are gorgeous. If the, if they were resin, I would probably just buy them just to paint them when I get everything else painted. So, I mean, come on, it's uh, not like your pile of shame could be any worse. What's another couple of boxes? Um, considering what I have coming that hasn't even been made yet, I know, but I'm being able. Well, and considering what I'm trying to get my hands on made that's very limited stock on top of what? <laughs> uh, the what I was calling the Tengu faction is the Shiho clan. So I was wrong. It's the Shiho clan, which is not the one I was thinking of was the deception. So there's actually two bird themed ones now. Oh, I just learned something. Oh, that's terrible, JP. Yeah, so so that that's that's an issue we're gonna bring up with uh Kickstarters. <laughs> yeah. Um fantasy uh flight games. Took me a second there to remember what FFG is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh there's quite a few captain things that are like yeah uh unfortunately captain socks is not here wait is this a attack wing um this is there's a whole heap of x-wing stuff there's some legion stuff and there's some armada stuff okay i was gonna say because i'm i'm looking like it looks like star wars attack wing Star Wars X-Wing, you're thinking of the Star Trek one. No, Star Wars Attack Wing. It's like the, uh, the there's the Star Wars and the Star Trek one. It was... Uh, yes, and uh, it's called X-Wing. Is it X-Wing? I thought it was Attack... Oh, okay, maybe. Uh, no, Attack Wing is the Star Trek one. Fine. I'm I'm happy if I can remember to put on pants every day, okay? Give me give me some slack, jeez. Um, okay, then there's Armada. So, so X-Wing is... The I guess the the drop fleet size one, then like Armada is like really scaled up. Off. Our, our mod is like the the scaled up one, and then yes. then there's Legion, which is what uh, Captain Sox has been going off about here lately. Yeah, very much so. Um, so in the X Wing side of things, it's been a while since we've had a big release on that that, that I've noticed I was, anyway. I was going to say X uh, X Wing is the first thing I really yes touched uh, I, for the first time when I got back into 
into this world uh, five or six years ago. So there's a new Thai heavy bomber type thing, which does come from something specific, but I don't remember what it is. I don't recognize it. Um, it it's a Thai bomber. It's just a heavy bomber. Uh, there's also Django Fett's slave ship. Uh, the yeah. V-Wing, I, di- I didn't recognize the V-Wing. Um, I guess I'm. Just oh, is that what I just saw? X-wing. I, I've never heard the of one the above it is the Tie Fighter. Sorry, t- right, no. Right. Well, it's yeah, obviously from something, but no. But it says Django Fett slave ship, Star Wars X-wing. Yes, X-wing is the name of the game. You'll notice that's on all of them. Oh, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a new expansion called the Heralds of Hope, which is two X-wings, and I don't know what A-wing. that last one is. Oh, is that an A-Wing? It okay. looks like an A-Wing. It's a tiny picture. I, I do know enough of my Star Wars lore to know what an A-Wing, X, B-Wing, Y-Wing. The next one is a little bit different. So this is from the prequels. This is what I recognize as... Um, That's the Jedi Cruiser Obi-Wan with Kenobi the... Uh, ship. Yeah, right, it's the Jedi Cruiser with the uh, hyperdrive ring. And apparently that ring can be disconnected. Ooh. And you can put anything. you can put anything else inside of it. So that's interesting. I don't know if it's going to be in game wise, but they should make it so you can blow it up too. Droid Tie Fighters, yeah. yeah there's droid, droid ships coming. Tri Fighters, not a Tie Fighter, Tri Fighter. Yeah. Um. In the X Wing, there is a Separatist Alliance starter fleet coming. They're not doing a giant Clone Wars thing like they did with the Legion. They are releasing two starter sets for each faction. So the Separatist Alliance is who was controlling. The droids. Uh, there's separatist fighter squadrons, and then there is a Galactic Republic starter fleet, which is essentially what you expect it to be. But it's the Galactic Republic. So there's some good releases here. There's a new yeah Anakin that's coming, uh, and it appears to be based on the worst of the Star Wars movies. Sorry, the second worst of the Star Wars movies. I need to remember that the Christmas special is a thing. Uh, um, and I'm referring to episode two is the second worst of the Star Wars movies. It could right. be based on the Clone Wars uh, animated series, though, too, if you look at it. That is true. The picture on the box is very much from the movies, but the other one is, yeah. And then there's the oh. only one that actually excites me in this whole thing, which is Darth Maul. What? All the all the, the droids don't excite you? No, 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 no. Darth Maul. Darth Maul is amazing. Darth Maul should have lived longer than he did. Yes, I know he lives longer. Yeah, I was gonna say, as great as the Star Wars Clone Wars animated series, it, it it really like changed a lot of things that happened in the movies. Which some of those aren't bad. No, him surviving getting cut in half is pretty good. Well, I mean, in theory, if you think about it, because I mean, if it was low enough and a lightsaber cauterizes, he's got his all he needs. Like he just doesn't have legs. Yeah, I mean, you don't need like everything like outside of like your actual torso. You don't need well, okay, your head. So I mean, if he survived the fall, which he's a force user and he got cauterized from the waist down, he could technically have survived. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, that is true. Um, I'm going to kind of skim past the rest of it. There is a new Marvel game coming out called X-Men Mutant Insurrections. Um, apparently it's a board game, but it has Yahtzee mechanics. I'm kind of bored already. Um, yeah, look, maybe that's an exaggeration, but that's, that was the briefing that I heard. 
Um, are you Wait. familiar with Twilight Imperium, George? It's a game that kind of takes uh, three and a half weeks to finish if you ever dare start it. Oh, no. It's not really. No, it's a game I, that takes two days to finish. If you're bored and you really want your game to be even longer, there's an expansion coming that's even bigger and will last even longer. Oh, tell me. I know. Bruce. That's what everybody wants. A, 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 ga- a board game that will take you two days to play and then an expansion that adds an, at least another day on. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, the, the most recent thing I discovered that was, well, that's expensive, but that looks really cool, but I know about it was death, so... Um, yeah. Moving on to the next thing, though. TT Combat has revealed half an army. What's the other half of the army? It's a halfling army, hence the half an army. Oh, no, I get it. I was just trying to... Yeah, I know. Um, um, oh. So this is actually from a Kickstarter that I was part of last year. Uh, this is where what? some of my Rumble Slam figures come from. I was, I was going to ask, what game is this for? This is generic. You could insert this into whatever game you like. Okay. I would say Kings of War, personally. Um, but there's no reason why you couldn't be very, uh, A Warhammer Fantasy Square Bases kind of thing. Actually, a lot of the stuff uh, uh, is reminding me of, um, uh, what's that? Blood Bowl. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, the army itself has a lot of really nice characters in it too. So there's no reason why, like even like your Legion stuff, they're all individual characters. There's not a lot of sculpts that are identical. There's no reason why you couldn't just use this in D&D or like anything you wanted. Um, I was a big fan of this when it first got revealed. Uh, I still am now. They even have a cook pot that you can launch at people. I mean, who doesn't want to be able to throw cook pots at people? Mm, can't think of anyone. I know, right? Um, there's a rocket launcher, which is like literally fireworks on that's about to be lit by somebody. I love the fact that there's a, a hobbit, uh, not a hobbit, a halfling holding his ears because it's going to be noisy. Yeah. Uh, I like their treants. Uh, or their version of the tree walking type. I, I, I was going to say their Groots look pretty cool. Let's be honest, they're Groots because if you look at how big they are versus how big the Halflings are, they're not that big. That's fair. They're like they're, they're tree men in the same sort of scale that the Blood Bowl tree men was. So uh looks yeah. pretty cool. I could I could definitely see like uh throwing that in. I, I would throw that in with an old school dwarf fantasy army as like, you know, dwarves and halflings. I could see that working. I could definitely see that working. Um, now th- this is kind of funny because, yeah, th- well, oh, battle. Oh, we're, uh, oh, we're okay. Oh, okay. hey, never mind. Sorry, oh, I, I missed the link. I missed the link. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I've just realized I made a, I made a mistake in my Pokemon joke, too. I'm well, in this. I, I made a Pokemon joke. Battle Bits is evolving, and then I accidentally said that it was Abra, which is the meme that I was copying. <laughs> oh. Okay, so Battle Bits is the company that you will remember me discussing several times at this point. I actually shared a link to their page on the page last night. Um, they have conversion bits to help you convert um, specific Skaven boxes into multiple different things. So I back their Kickstarter. And I can get the globe throwers. I forget what the actual thing is called. Um, the rifle guys, as well as several other things. They have a Kickstarter upcoming that's the Rad Ogres that we discussed recently. However, Battle Bits has evolved and they have a new name called Strata Miniatures. And they are now going to be offering 3D printable files. This is something they kind of held yeah, off sure. on. Yes. Uh, they kind of held off on this to some extent because they wanted to 
kind of make sure that then we're going to get ripped off by the people buying them basically. So uh, yeah. which is a big problem for anybody that's in that business. People just taking their stuff and uploading it for free elsewhere. Um, com. This is not our indie thing for the day, but I definitely wanted to discuss this because this is a company that I'm kind of very excited by. Later yeah. Um, so, so I will say this, uh, companies that offer printing services for people like me who have not purchased a 3d printer yet and have not messed around with one, or I only need a couple of bits. Prime example, my, uh, iron wolf night Titan that I'm still working on. I was able to just order all the bits. They were 3d printed and sent to me. That's yeah, really cool. Which makes it so, a lot easier. Yeah. Um, that being said, uh, so you're seeing my, you can see Bruce. I can see what see you cut off. You can see my camera feed there, right? Yes. See that, see that shelf there with the box on top yes the giant box that obviously has something in it well the, the giant box has uh uh very vintage clothing in it that's probably worth somewhere you know a couple thousand dollars don't ask <laughs> but it's right next to the hobby bench and could hold a 3d printer if i so choose to it could buy an any cube <laughs> any cube's been showing up on my uh facebook because you've you liked it or something like that so thanks i appreciate that Bruce. oh anytime anytime i mean it's not like you've got too much to paint and could not do with more bruce look at the video feed again i know i know you you could definitely add more to that um I will be buying some of their stuff on payday. Uh, it can't happen until payday because I'm I'm a poor person. Not really. I just I have overstretched myself this fortnight. So I will be buying their Rad Ogre kit. Uh, and once they're printed, I will show them off at some point very soon. So next, and and I and I, and I thought better with the uh, halfling arm. Um, so you can yeah. pre-order the halfling arm. TT Combat does resin casting. Uh, TT Combat is looking for three production mold makers, one secondhand department, and one laser machine operative. I would so, so love to apply for the laser machine operative role. I, I would so love to do that, but I don't live in Cornwall. Yeah, well, you, you don't even live in the same hair, so I at least got the I same know. hemisphere going. Hey, Lewis. There's just a. I'll start swimming now. <laughs> Dude, if you could swim that, you'll set a world record. You need to work because they'll be like, Bruce, how did you. Or, sorry, Jason, how did you manage to swim? Well, I, I really do this job <laughs> because I thought it'd be fun and, and it's related to the hobby. And if you do something you like, you don't actually work. Yeah, and I'm so. pretty convinced that my bike would not survive the trip underwater safely. Mm. Motorbike There's being a YouTube surrounded channel, water uh, doesn't mix. Dude is called uh, Cletus McFarland. Um, he's as redneck as his name uh, indicates. He shipped a car from uh, Florida to Russ, so watch his videos. You might get some tips. I can give it a go. Uh, the, the fact that I can't breathe underwater is also probably a problem. Uh, adapt and uh, uh, sprout gills. Um, I would love to. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I'm in a situation where I could just be like, I'm going to pack up and go do this, but I would love to do it as like a part time gig. Yeah, I, I, I could see either way. Um, it, it, learning how to design and cut laser models is actually something I've wanted to do for a long time. So, like, just like genuinely, it's something I would love to do. Um, to a point where me and a couple of mates have been seriously considering going together in a laser cutter, but it's money and not small amounts. No, no, laser stuff is not. I'm, I'm wondering if, if we would get like, uh, any like these guys, you know, if we like submitted our resumes. <laughs> Um, aiming for in, I feel like I've talked about this part here. I don't know how many times. Well, because, this uh, was on the run sheet last episode, and this is the one that we did not talk about. Yeah, because 
<laughs> because of technical issues. That and the fact that we'd spoken uh, too long already. Okay, this is actually in a small company that was suggested by Michelle. He actually brought a bunch of their cattles and horses for working on their bases. Uh, he actually provided us a picture. Uh, there's a project on the Beast of War website where you can follow along with what he was doing. They're in 10 to 15 mil scale. Uh, so it is a smaller scale, but in the case of what he was doing for it, which was making bases from it, they work really well. Yeah, I so, so yeah. Um, Michelle Michelle did some amazing work. I mean, I knew the guy was good, but just really seeing some of the stuff, he's holy cow, he is good, I, I, yeah. I think. Yeah, he really is. Um, so this was for a terrain challenge that he did, the picture that we're looking at. Um, and he's done it for drop zone. So this particular one's in 10 millimeter scale. He actually built it on top of a CD. Uh, for those of you that don't know, CDs are a thing that used to exist before MP3s. They spun around really fast and threw music at your face. It was very dangerous. Um, if you believe that, then there's some serious problems. Uh, but no, th this is like he's done some really good stuff here. Um, 10 mil, like drop zone is pretty much the only thing I do in that sort of scale. Uh, and even then, yeah. I don't play with my drop zone stuff pretty much almost ever. Uh, they've got a lot of stuff with ancient stuff. So there's like uh, ancient Germanics, ancient Romans. Uh, there's World War One stuff in the same scale and Spanish of the War Succession. So War of the Spanish Succession. Uh, English, do you speak it? Um, so it's like these guys, I should actually say what they're called. Magnus in, uh, what is that word? What word? The problem with talking about a company that is in another language is not knowing how to say things. Which link? The one that you were looking at in the indie. Thing. Van Dyke Models? Van, Van Dyke Models. Okay, sure. They have a name on their I, website that's something else, which I, is Magnus in Minutia. It'd be Minutia, I think. Magnus in Minulita? Sure. Well, it's an N, so I don't see how Minulita. Minulita? Yeah. I don't know. Minulita? Um, ridiculously tiny as they are, and the detail on them is amazing. Yes, yeah. Um, which is not easy to do in that scale. But otherwise, unless there's something else you've thought of that I don't know about, shall we go into hobby um, time? Uh, I, I think we can go into hobby time. Stream, blue, prime, paint. Do we start with the evil thing that our colleague did, or do we end with the evil thing that our colleague did? Um, are you talking about the uh, the challenge thing? Yes, yes, the the challenge. Um, I will try to do as much of that as I can. I, I'm, and not to make an excuse, but occasionally I do have a wrist issue with my left hand and supporting weight on is an issue. So Captain Socks, the, the lovely junior commissioned officer that he, I'm going to strongly use junior commissioned. I've, I've, I've got camouflage utilities that have more salt on them that, than he does. Um, he's challenged us to do a 22 push up a day thing, uh, in, in recognition of a, a veteran suicide. Um, I can still do 22 push-ups just at my age and, and shape level, but um, I, I think it's a great thing he did. Um, I, I woke up this morning groggy, and I read that. I was just like, I'm going to murder him. 
<laughs> that was pretty much my thought. He also cheated because by rights he's only allowed to nominate one person a day, and he nominated yeah, all three of us at once. So on the other hand, though, I, I kind of want to see Gordon uh, doing push-ups. That being said, I kind of want to see you push-ups too. <laughs> I'm not, I am not filming myself doing them. That that is not happening. I will give my attempt to do the 22, and I'm not doing it for 22 days, but it's not happening. I am not recording myself doing push-ups. Okay, Bruce, do this and let's let's do this try to do it for 21 days and then on the 22nd day we'll do we can do like a little like you know we try to do 22 together because that'll give you a chance to build up and everything at least so you know holy crap my screensaver just turned off the other issue is more the on the lines of look i mean i'm not the fittest person in the world but push-ups is not actually what I want to be doing. I don't want my shoulders to be any bigger than they already are. My shoulders are already <laughs> bigger. I push things around for a living. My shoulders are actually quite fine. Thank you very much. Uh, I may actually substitute push-ups for sit-ups because that's actually something I should be doing. And still fits in with the... the, the I, I feel that that still fits in with the the actual inspiration of the thing yeah no um like i said i'm, I'm gonna try it uh i'll probably post a few uh it, it is a thing um j just as a, as a side note um you know on amazon there's a little thing where it's just like if you buy a certain thing some some of the percentages go to charity and you can set a default uh organization for that to go to my my default is the the actual wounded warriors foundation so no so i've never even seen that feature of the website actually uh it's something i don't know i it's here in the u.s so so I don't know if it's in other countries. Uh, Casey showed it to me. And she she was just like, yeah. And she shows Greater Swiss Mountain Dogs. She's like, so I, I'm donating to this. I'm like, oh, cool. And she's like, yeah, so you don't have to do that one. You know, uh, you know and I'm going through and she's just, you know, I selected that one. She's like, oh, yeah, that, that, that makes a lot of sense for you. Yeah. So I kind of like that idea. Yeah. So. Uh, but yes, um, I have one response to this. Curses! <laughs> in my attempt to be right. a particular evil villain. Uh, what's your hobby been like, George? Um, non-existent. Um, as you can see, gods and their minions for Death May Die are now actually sitting in my airbrush, airbrush booth. And, and Isn't that, that where I they were last week? No, they were sitting on the desk. Well, not right. I've moved them from the desk, and then I moved the airbrush booth, and then I put them in the booth. That's totally different. Completely acceptable, then. Personally... <laughs> I have started on some of my Skaven. Uh, I have the base coat of the skin done on two of my Storm Fiends and also on my Claw Lord, which is my... I don't know if I've shown you my customized Claw Lord yet. I don't know if you have or not. Um, there is a couple of clan rats that I've done the skin and stuff on as well, but it's only the base layer at this point. I still have a lot of work to do. Yeah. Um so let's see i i kept meaning to like so obviously i'm gonna you know videotape this and you know youtube content and stuff uh i just i have not had the will to you know after work go sit down and paint uh it's, it's been a rough couple of weeks uh work-wise uh just yeah, I'm example, on that I, I finished a, a nice you know mildly stressful eight-hour work day and got home was literally about to crack open a uh, adult libation and got a phone call from a co-worker saying hey apparently there's this issue and so uh my eight hour day turned into a 12 hour lovely yeah mine has just been lovely because the roster for my thing has been a nightmare um hence our last episode being the way it was uh, yeah. late but um yeah so i worked five days in a row i got one day off and then i worked five days in a row and then i got one day off and then i worked four days in a row and now i've had a long weekend it's great 
Um, but I'm let's straight take, back into Nightmare awesome. material next week. So um, on a side note, I'll see if I can get the... So there's also a Rune Wars box. Oh, it's been opened. opened. I did, it's been opened. I did a little recording of it. I don't know if I'm going to post it or not. I was trying. To, I was mainly trying to work on like a setup and stuff like that, you know. When Super Fantasy Brawl finally arrives, because Mythic Games got a completed copy in their hands that is yeah. what's going to ship to retail. So I am any, so excited. Oh, I, I'm salivating. And and Sam is with me for the week, so I gave him the box and said, "Here, read the rules." And there he is. If you can see the video feed, <laughs> it's clearly an exciting thing. No, it's more of uh, he he helped rebuild a picnic table today. You, you saw the picture on Facebook, right? Uh, vaguely. Like yeah, very very quickly. Uh, uh, yeah, he did like n- almost all the work on that, so I I, I, I pooped him out. <laughs> um, so h- hobby time has been. I've had some. It hasn't been productive like I've wanted, but um, I will say this though. So I did pick up some contrast, and so when I do the Cthulhu Death May Die, I'm going to do contrast with them because. It, so here's the thing: it's a board game. Board games get. So I'm also probably going to try to find an airbrush uh, varnish to help protect it. So if I go through and do 50% of what I would normally do, it's still going to look better than 90% of the paint jobs you would get from a, a board game on stuff. True, true. So, um, and, and my goal is to, it will not be gray plastic or in the, in the case of this game, uh, brown plastic or red plastic for some of the stuff. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, um, I'm still undecided how I'm going to paint my, um, super fantasy brawl. I'm tempted to just do them really simply. I mean, as gorgeous as some of those models are with the pay- backlog that I have, I'm really tempted just to make them be slightly what, what, more what are fancy. We getting- we're, we're getting 12 or 15 minis something there's like 12 that. base minis there's well no there's six base minis and then at the pledge level we're out there's the two additional boxes for a total of 12 and then there's the add-on box for from a stretch goal so i think that puts us at like 15 it's something like that I yeah i'm seriously thinking so, of rather than like going all in on them just doing something really simple and just having them just be like just slightly fancier than they are i, I don't know yeah um, a game like that, I'm almost tempted to, you know, put um, out 75, 80% effort. Like, so, so when, when I, when I'm talking about with the hero, I've got two, three, four gods and then call it 12 other minis. That's just for the God stuff. Then there's, uh, two, four, I think six other monsters, uh, a dozen other creatures and then a dozen cultists and then 10 characters. That's a lot of minis. And then if I get the expansion boxes, that's easy. so for, for something like that, I, I want to do something decent, but you know quick for super fantasy brawl um they've already released some more stuff that's available for pre-order that's not part of the kickstarter i don't know if i'm going to be picking that up because you know already getting a decent amount and it's going to be a pretty decent game as it is so um i don't know if i'm going to be looking to expand that anymore so i may take a look to to get those painted uh like i said the one thing and and because this is how i moved you know into doing stuff you know i want to find an airbrush varnish um, just because of the climate I'm in, like 40% of the year, I'd have to, you know, do it inside 40% of the year. I'd have to, you know, air or spray inside the other 60% outside. Can't do it. It's, it's too cold. Even just when other people normally can, um, I will take the, uh, what, wh- what about with just like an exhaust, uh, sucky ounce jape is I, I do have an exhaust. I, well, I guess I have masks now. Everyone has masks now. Who doesn't have masks? <laughs> um, 
So I, I, it's, it's really hard for me to spray. I used to have a room that I could spray in, but with six dogs, now I don't have a room I can spray in. So uh, I, I try to airbrush as much as possible because it's it's easier to contain and um, less fumy than aerosol spray cans. Yeah, look, that works. Um, I don't use spray cans at all anymore. Like I just absolutely point blank refuse to buy them. Um, so, so it's probably for the same reason. Sixty percent of the year, it's too hot for you to do. It. It's just you, you can't control it. Um, I actually yeah, have yeah. problems with air cans most of the time. Um, it's it, it is what it is. Uh, but otherwise, shall we talk about upcoming events? Game talk? Oh, we have no game talk. Not really, no. Um, Unless you want to talk about how much I've been enjoying the Outer Worlds or something on the PC. I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm looking around here. Um, you opened a box. I did open a box. Um, yeah, we can, we can, we can go ahead and use, go ahead and do that. Talk nerdy to me. So as JP listens in, he's going to have some input on this as uh, some familiarity. So Fantasy Flight game, uh, Star Wars Legion, blah, 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 blah. Um, you had mentioned this when I said I'd gotten a really great deal. Um, I got the... Let me, let me scooch over here. Um, upside down, not make a mess. Cool. So I picked up the uh, Rune Wars uh, core game from uh, Miniature Market. Uh, it is a um, web retailer. They do have a brick-and-mortar store. They've just really expanded into the online as well you can if you're in the area you can go and pick up stuff you know like you would any store but if you're they're not near you like you know in my case you know you can order from there well they were clearing out a bunch of stuff and one of them was um i picked it up for 25 dollars uh shipping was like five bucks so i picked up the core set for 30 bucks which that's a really good deal <laughs> <laughs> and I, I got yeah, it just exactly. on the impulse of it's 25 bucks. Um, if I play the game three times, that's worth it. Yeah. So, I mean, it, JP, yeah, that, that, that's a pretty smoking deal for 25 bucks, in, in my opinion. So, for any decent game, I mean, uh, my kiddo has been become a big fan of the Forbidden games, uh, Desert Island. Um, he didn't know it existed until I picked it up, but uh, Forbidden Sky, they're like 20 bucks and they're, they're super good. So, 20 bucks 25 bucks for a really good game is worth it in my opinion um and so these game this game like the miniatures they're like very easy to assemble like they're the the holes are keyed so like they only go together in one way and i don't know if star wars legion is this way probably JP, but i and we're gonna pause here for a second i'm gonna mute my mic so this is easy to edit i gotta take care of something real quick Okay, and I'm back. Um, okay, so Welcome so back. the initial yeah, the, so the initial core release JP that w they were uh, board game plastics that snapped together and then painted them versus you said more recently now they've been a hard plastic for the Star Wars Legion. Is that what I'm understanding? Okay, so uh, I'll continue on that um, stupid screensaver. I need to turn that off, um, but I need to leave it on because my computer's old and it needs to sleep whenever it can. <coughs> Excuse me. So. Two things. One, since it's keyed, it's two pieces that can only fit together and they fit together one. Super easy for, you know, an unexperienced hobbyist to put together. Uh, prime example, 13-year-old son. I put together some. I left the, the, the majority of them for him to put together, you know, because I think it'd be fairly simple and, you know, help him work on the hobby skills. Two, um, something like this, I think, is a great introductory into, uh, into uh, the miniature world because they're simple to put together um, and it's a fairly simple simplified uh straightforward measuring system 
Uh, so, like I said, I think they're great, inter- you know, people who are not new to the hobby, um, y- p- young people trying to get into the hobby. Well, I guess people just get into the hobby in general. Um, that being said, you know, I, I, I had a fairly easy time putting some of the stuff together. Um, but overall, I'm, I'm fairly impressed with, with the way some of the stuff is laid out. So, um, I'm really interested. I almost want to get my hands on Star Wars Legion. I, I, I'm really hating this. That you know, I remember when we just talked about Drop Fleet. And that's all we talked about, and that's all we did was Drop Fleet. And now we're doing this, Bruce, and it's it's really killing me because it's just like it's I'm my eyes are opening up to so much more, and I live in such a small area, and I have such little time, and there's so much I want to do, and it's it's really killing me. <laughs> You're welcome, JP. No, JP. You know you you stop, JP. Um, and I and I blame you too, Bruce, because I'd never heard of Cool Mini or not until you talked about their Kickstarters, and then I started looking at their Kickstarters, and I mean, you can't blame me. Everything I said about Cool Mini or not no. was trying to stop people from buying them. <laughs> yeah, but you start talking about them. I looked at them, but I want to buy it. <laughs> they do have good products most of the time. Um, yeah, no. Um, it's the way that they run as a company I have a problem with. I'm no, still going to struggle I, I, not to buy into Honeyman next year. It, it, that's probably oh, going to end up being the point that I break. Um, um, and, and that's another thing I want to add into uh, Kickstarter uh, that we can move into that. Um, I, I've already decided, um, with the exception of the books. I, the books, I can take it or leave it, whatever. Um, for example, on the Hell game, I did a, a Berserker Pledge, which was everything. No, Berserk was the base. I did a Hell in. And in the Pledge Manager, I was able to change the Hell in to omit the book and a couple other things and get like the organizer and the full sleeve pack and stuff. And I spent like another 20 bucks. Uh, to me, I think like, here's a kit of all the sleeves for all this. I think that has a better value to a, a game that you're spending a lot of money on than the the artwork and creation book. I mean, for someone, I'm sure they'll thoroughly to me. I want the game. I want to have. You know, I want to be able to play the game. Um, I I I, I could take or leave a book. Um, same thing yeah. with uh, Onk. You know, they have a, a book about how the game's made. I really, don't, I mean, for some people who are really interested in the aspect of the game design, I get it. I want the stuff for the game. Yeah, I'm not really. Yeah, not. I, I did pressure. I did treasure those things initially, uh, and there has been like special edition books that I've really gotten into, but they're few and far between at this point. And most yeah. most rule sets I buy, I try to go out of my way to get the digital ones, um, because more of the money goes to the actual company, and I don't. Well, have, I, I don't have room space wise on shelves anymore. That that is fair. Um, shelf space is an issue. I'm 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 still working on trying to make more clear up additional shelf space. Um, see if we can pan the camera around here. You see, you see that lovely empty wall there, Bruce? Yes. The the wood one. Yeah, shelf's gonna go there for the board games because the board games are starting to get out of control. <laughs> and it's not gonna get any better when Super Fantasy Brawl shows up and. Hell shows up and Onk shows up and I still need to pull out my Reich Busters and have a game. JP, you call that out of control? Yes, I do because none of those were there as of the start of this year. That's all from just this year. <laughs> and, and in reality, there's not that many. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's nine games up there. Oh, that's also not counting the ones that you know my kiddo keeps in his room because those are more his games because they're what he can handle right now. So <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Um, um, shall we move on so, to upcoming events? No. So, so I want to actually touch on this with, um, and I, and I think I found an issue with it. 
I'm doing a workaround for for Thunderboy. JP mentioned this as well. Um, as far as you have to lock in an address and some other stuff. Oh, so yeah. So and I get I get the issue. So we'll we'll just use this. So Ankh, I have fully backed Ankh. I don't plan on moving for the next thirty years. Why? Well, because I own my house. I don't plan on moving. Uh, certain people like JP are moving. So when is the game arriving? Do I put, you know, the address that I'm here now, or do I have the foresight to know that in six months, I'm going to be somewhere else. I need to change my address. Or is there a catastrophic event that's going to happen? And I need to change my address right now. Um, because that is a bit of an issue. I would, I would say with the way the thing is set up and, and, and another recently discovered Thunderboy can't actually pledge stuff easily in the, as we, as yeah. we found out. Yeah. That was, that was it, a surprise to me. I, 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 th- I thought that was a, a fairly odd, uh, the Netherlands fairly first world. I mean, they have Ikea, right? It may not that, that necessarily may- be a Kickstarter thing. It could be a Netherlands thing. Like maybe, maybe there's a law in the Netherlands that prevents it or something. That's true. So, I mean, you know, luckily for him, yes, it is Sweden, but it's like, it's Europe. It's the same thing, right? It's, it's like the United States, JP. You know, Europe is like, you know, the United States and all the other just states, I think, or it should be. The Netherlands <laughs> is the area and everything else is the countries. <laughs> JP just agreed with me in caps. No, um, so, I, and I thought that was a little odd. I'm just wondering, you know, like, is it a, a, a Netherlands law is, or is it just a Kickstarter issue? Um, should Kickstarter, you know, I, I think Kickstarter should have more fluidity as far as, you know, being able to change and update your address. It generally depends on the the problem with that is usually not so much when the campaign runs is that they have mm-hmm. to draw a line in the sand eventually as to this is about to ship now we need these addresses we're going to lock them down. My advice to JP would be to get in touch with them personally and discuss with them what's actually excuse me what's actually going on and why you've been delayed. Right. Um, so they may be able to give you a, a solution for yourself um, or in the very least, give you a rough estimate of when it's going to be so that you can make the decision as to which it is. I suspect it's going to be the new address, but my advice right. would be just reach out to them and ask. No, no, no. So, so, so I get that Bruce. And, and I, and I've seen a few Kickstarter. There's one Kickstarter I'm, I'm not particularly happy with right now and I'm, I'm not going to name it or thing. You and I have talked about it, but I, yes, I, I we did have differing like, opinions hey, and I get why you, um you know what do i do and they're like oh well just email us your address directly so all the information is based off the kickstarter information and that ties over to whatever pledge manager they're using like yeah i never i have never put in my information before for CMON to go do my the pledge manager for Ankh. All my information was there because they pulled it over from Kickstarter. So why can't these Kickstarter companies go through and when stuff's getting ready to print, they do a snapshot pull from Kickstarter of their pledgees and then shoot those addresses over? Instead uh, of because people never update their address in Kickstarter, so people choose to do it separately. To, yeah, I know, but that's the reason. A lot of the bigger companies use pledge managers because there's extra stuff that people could purchase so they'll make more money on it and it gives people to, an option to change their address at the time. Um, right, but like... Pledge Manager is actually went... the solution of the problem. That's not the problem that... The problem that he's having is more that the deadline for for finalising it is here and he isn't ready to give an address. JP, right, right, and, and... worth noting that if you don't give your address, it means that you'll get your stuff late. It doesn't mean that you won't get it. 
Right, but like I'm saying though, when Which I when I did when I did my, a good thing. Yeah, when I when I did my uh the pledge manager for Ankh, all my information was already in there. I'd never set up on that pledge manager no. before. Yeah, they do pull and it across. My, right. So I to me I don't I, I don't see why you know, I I don't know where we're going on this. I'm tired. <laughs> JP's issue is more that he needs to update his address, but the deadline is sooner than he's going to be ready. That's the issue yeah. as far as I understand. Yeah, I get that. So I don't. To, to me, I I think there's just a, a, some things about Kickstarter that I, I think need to be worked out. I don't know. I, I mean, I think everything is is fine enough as it is. I, there's some things that are just kind of like uh, the the more and more I've dealt with it, the more I've unfortunately like sucked my life into it. Um. So so the the workaround for uh for for Michelle is I I went ahead and pledged on the Studio X thing, and th- this is the. Thing. He couldn't pledge on it without a credit card. He couldn't use a bank card. It has to be an actual credit card. No, no, he and... no, no, no. It wouldn't accept his local cards at all. Oh, um, really? He okay. tried his debit card and it wouldn't work. That's that's why I'm confused. It it may not. Well, no, I because Kickstarter is an international thing. That is how it's supposed to work. Right, but I thought he said he needed a credit card specifically, not a bank card. The error card, the error that he told me he was getting was that it specifically wanted a US based credit card. That's even dumber because you've backed on Kickstarter in Australia. Well, I that's why I'm, I'm thinking you... it's a local problem. Yeah, so. No, so I, I did a dollar. I backed Studio X to I, I don't want to actually get a Studio X, but I backed it for a buck. And then not. hopefully, I can get the information updated and send it to him in the Netherlands, and and then just have him PayPal me money. So, <laughs> um, so and, and and JP does bring up a, a good a good point here. Uh, it's a possible way their Kickstarter uh, that didn't allow for certain countries specifically, and that could be a possibility to um. Uh, the, the the aforementioned uh, Masters of the Universe game that Bruce wants it and will probably back despite him not wanting to. Um, you it's can't get likely. it in Europe. They don't have licensing for it. In, that um, is true as well, actually. Yes. So so it could be a licensing thing. Now something like the Studio X. Well, that is a wholly hundred percent. You know, their their intellectual property. So they don't need licensing. Something where a company is using someone else's property, they would have to have the licensing for whatever countries that they plan to sell to i.e europe oh they can't get europe so they still got a year to work on it before they launch that kickstarter which uh i'm i'm still kind of sad that they've announced this and we have to wait a year to even back it and then another year to even get it so sad all about uh, the hype, Brian. <laughs> right <laughs> um but hey we're about to get super fancy brawl so um i don't know where we went with this game talk i don't know what the purpose of it was um let's move on to upcoming events now uh, oh yeah okay. coming event, events 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 so i guess the big one is the one that we're literally in the middle of right now which is gen can't uh gen con is an online only event which continues through till tomorrow i don't know specifically what time uh there's been a lot of things that's been announced already um the new 40k starter sets were announced in lead up to this which we have not discussed today but it's kind of been discussed everywhere i didn't really see the point and it, there's nothing new I, it. it's just i am same stuff. sick and tired of indominus this indominus that i didn't get this i didn't get that scalper shut up people <laughs> well to be fair the scalpers can all go and get stuffed um pax australia is um, coming that's up that's not the word i would use for him Bruce, but sure <laughs> no it saves you having to censor it um yes. Pax, i'm gonna say the same thing i said last time 
if you give money to a scalper and they rip you off, you should have known better than to pay those stupid prices to begin with. It's just as much your fault as it is the scalper. If a scalper has something and you can't get it, don't give them money. You are an idiot if you do it. I'm not sugarcoating this. You are a moron if you pay scalpers money. I don't care if it's for a Nintendo Switch. I don't care if it's for a concert. If you pay more than what you should be paying for anything, that is your fault for getting yourself ripped off because you knew what the price was before you did it. Anyway... PAX Australia is October 9th till October 11th. will also be online. Uh, they have also not really said much about what's going on yet. And the other thing that's coming up is ThunderCon. Thunderboy is running an event of his own. Yeah, so so this is where part of my apologies have to come from, where I've had stuff like that and just try to decompress, focus on work and family and like that. Um, I, I know he was doing it. That's about it. I haven't, I've, I've seen, I see a lot of messaging come through uh, page he, he, he actually reached out to me and asked if I knew why you'd been so quiet. And I was like, uh, he's probably just busy because I had no idea. Yeah, because I, 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 I've, I've been tired and I've just been like, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to do my thing and worry about everything else when I get to it. <laughs> <laughs> so um i think this is really great that he's doing this um it's it sounds like he's getting a lot of traction on this too so yeah also uh great name thundercon great name yeah. oh yeah i mean uh he he's he's got the whole thing like when he picked his uh handle however many years ago i i don't know if he realized what he was stumbling onto what he could do with <laughs> yeah so thundercon is coming up in september the hang on 19th yeah, yes so just right around 19th? the corner. so it's it's happening pretty quick um he's been ordered by his his wife to do a staycation you know to to take some time to decompress and you know not focus on stuff too so uh he 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 is where i was at so (laughs) um as we get more information we'll definitely post about that uh super excited for um Uh, it's gonna be in double beak uh he can laugh at me if i said it wrong uh which is in april apple dawn apple dawn I don't know. However, you say that. Mm. Yeah, it's at this particular point. <laughs> there's okay so there's people that's running there's people that's wanting to run more games than he has tables at this stage i know that much um that's a great van model for- which we discussed earlier are actually going to be there uh may 40 miniatures who we've actually spoken to in the past is going to be there um there's gonna be yeah there's gonna be quite a few things going on so yeah, if you're in that area of the world, obviously get it checked out. And if you're in Europe, hop the hop the public transport train or whatever and get over there like hey. that. That's the one thing we'll say about Europe with its size being roughly half the size of what America is, but with twice the population, their infrastructure for public transportation is amazing to where you don't need to do anything other than sit on your duff and you're in like the other side in like a day. Yeah, which none of us have those options, yeah um costs are morning is three dollars sorry not three dollars three euros afternoon is three euros you can buy lunch separately for 10 euros or you can have the entire day for 15 which includes your lunch um i'm not sure why you wouldn't just go for the entire day but it's possible that you would be restricted on time otherwise that's us um www.patreon.com slash getting tabled uh facebook.com slash getting tabled i i will say i've been slacking on my content crew was doing so well at doing but i just need a break um 
we're not asking for much. We're just asking for a little something to help keep this going. Um, www.facebook.com slash getting tabled. Twitter at getting tabled should use that. I, I got my oh, Twitter I back on my phone. So, so I could do it on my phone. I could tweet. I could do the tweets. Like all the kids, like right? Is that is that how they say it? With their hula hoops and their Pac Mans, right, right. Um, and then of course the website uh, dot or yeah www No, there is no www. It's just gettingtabled.weebly.com. I swear you make this error uh, every episode. <laughs> I don't care. JP, I am an old white guy, or I'm getting to be those two things. I think calling him old is un- I think calling him old is unfair to the seven year olds. He's way worse than that. <laughs> With that being said, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Getting Table. Music used in this podcast was created by Eric Mataris at SoundImage.org. Bruce, you didn't say it. Shh. I know.